could get rid of any state, which state would it be? West Virginia. Why? It's so quick. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I was actually just reading uh, an article about ranking every state from like the best to the worst. And West Virginia was dead last. <laughs> it's number 50? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Was there any reasoning behind it? That, And I, I'm just saying what the article said. It's like one of the worst educational systems in okay. West Virginia. Um, the poverty is really bad. Um, They've got the mountaineers. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's some really interesting redneck people in West Virginia. I can believe that. But um, I wouldn't get rid of any state, really, man. I feel like easy answer is Texas. I, no, I, nothing good in Texas. I'm not a big fan of like the southeast region of the United States. Can you explain for the people who don't know their cardinal directions which uh, region that is? And it's it's like, definitely not me. I'm, this is for the listeners. It's like you know Oregon and Washington. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like I wouldn't have known. It's like Florida, Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama. Like I think it's just because I don't like the humid weather, and I'm not a beach guy, and so those could go away, and I would never notice because I'd never go there. I'd go just about anywhere else. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. I kind of agree with that. I'd much rather go to, um, like the Oregon's and the Washingtons of the world, or like Colorado. Oh, you're a mountain guy over beach. Oh my gosh. I think yes. that tells a lot about a person. I think so too. I think it tells whether you <laughs> should be in prison or not. <laughs> yeah. I think it shows your maturity. Okay. Gotcha. Well, same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Panhandles podcast where we discuss uh, whether you should be in prison or not. And also, we sprinkle in a little bit of professional, collegiate, and high school basketball talk. Jake, how are you doing? Doing well, man. I gave you a Tylenol mm-hmm. earlier. Has it kicked in yet? Uh, the effects. It's starting to, oh gosh, good thing Alex didn't listen to this podcast because I have a tooth that I went to the dentist for and mm. it like, they filled a cavity, right? Right. But then the day after it started hurting again. And so she's like, you need to really schedule a dentist appointment. I've told her like, oh yeah, I got one. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> she's like, how was your dentist appointment? I'm like, it's, it's good. Never went. I'm taking the Tylenol that she got whenever she gave birth oh. every single day. Oh, no. They're like the size of like a small Twix or something like that. I'm just popping it and swallowing. Like in the morning, I don't want to, I don't want her to hear me like jiggle the bottle because then she'll know. Yeah, it's bad. Dude, this is going to be like the one week. She's going to be like, you know what? I'm finally going to give the handle spot a try. I won't let her. She made fun of me the first time she listened. Why? She's like, you sound so funny. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm done. I was listening to it. I was making some guacamole. She's like, is that you talking? I was like, yes. She's like, you sound so funny. It's so cute. I was like, you're never listening again. Did she talk about me? What'd she say about me? Um, it was probably, I don't know if you got to talk. I think I was just interrupting you the whole time. Uh, okay. She was probably like, that. who's that nasally kid that he's talking to? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, um, hey, did you see that video of Paolo Bancaro and those runs in New York City with um, some NBA guys? I I don't think I really watched it. I saw a very interesting name in it. I forget who it was. I think it was a 23 guy. Oh, was it? I didn't I see that. I think so. I, just I saw, forget who it was. Yeah, I just saw like clips of Bancaro. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. And anyone can kind of look good in those games and settings. I'm sure you could put together clips of whoever and, and make it look good. He was dogging Donovan Mitchell. Like... Get him switched on. I know he's a shorter. How he just looks to be goofy. But I mean, that's a that's one of the best guards in the NBA. Like 
He just made him look like a child. Yeah. I uh I I like it. I mean I yeah. like Ben Carroll. I think he's gonna be able to score on almost any guard, right? Yeah, he's good, man. He's um, good. Man, I really want to find who that person was. I forget who it was that was there. I don't think I'll ever be able to find huh. it. Oh, Imani Bates. He was also there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea why. Maybe not twenty three. Yeah, who knows? Interesting. Who knows? Yeah. Um yeah, Imani Bates. Kyle Anderson was there. Yeah. <laughs> An odd group. <laughs> it's a... I wonder how that got organized. Maybe Those are agent. Have you so when um I'm sure you've seen the runs like at UCLA and stuff. Whenever NBA players go there and are all playing when they're in LA. Yeah. Like there's regular people there like working out or using their facilities and or whatnot. And they get to just walk down and watch NBA players play pickup. How sick is that? Yeah. That's Gosh. crazy. When I was in uh when I was in like middle school, I had a friend go to one of those like pickup park mm-hmm. things. And I wanna say it was in Oklahoma City, maybe even. Mm-hmm. But it was like LeBron, Kevin Durant, like it was like stupid people just playing at a park. Like that's awesome. You just got to roll out there and watch them. Yeah, anybody yeah. that was out there could go watch them. That's so cool, man. Crazy. That's so cool. Uh, not like a ton going on in the basketball world. No. Uh, summer league's over, so I mean now it's basically the wait. It's like from here on out, it's like you're gonna see some maybe some free agency stuff, the stuff that hasn't uh, trickled in yet. Sure. Maybe Dennis Schroeder is going to get picked up. Who knows? Some lower profile yeah, things. Stuff like that. And then you're also going to see, obviously, the trades. Uh, preseason trades are going to go down. We're still waiting on Donovan Mitchell news. Um, and then other than that, it's really just a lot of roster cleanup stuff. Right. Um, so on that note, the Thunder had a bit of roster cleanup this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought out Jermichael Green. Right. Uh, not really roster cleanup because he wasn't on the roster, but Mitchich is officially... Going back to the Euro League, sure. huge surprise. Uh, what do those What do those moves do for you? I mean, not a whole ton, yeah. but um, like I, you and I both like Mitchic, 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 Mitchic. He's got a fun game. Like I, I think he'll be fine overseas. It wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he got picked up by an NBA team in a year or two. Like he's a he's a really good player. Jermichael Green, I thought he added. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he added some front court depth. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, especially with Chet. We've talked about that, how he's a guy that kind of brews and guard guys that are bigger than him. Um, but getting rid of I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't change a ton. And we kind of knew that was happening. Pressy sure. said to me personally at the – no, I'm just joking. Pressy <laughs> uh, said at the rookie introductory presser that he wasn't really going to be with the team too much longer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we knew that one was coming. But I agree. He's a good player. Like, he totally could have gotten run and been a contributor. Definitely. Um. I think from a Thunder fan perspective, you're probably a little happy he's gone just so, I mean, I guess you can hang on to like Maladon or Kretschy or whoever else. Like you'd obviously always rather want that guy than like a, a Jermichael Green who he'll be there one to two more years and then he'll be out the door and yeah, really only getting you wins at this point. It clears some space for some future talent, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you'll get the, you'll get the money when his contract's out. It's like, I don't know. It's a fine move. Uh, like you said, doesn't really move the needle a ton. I, I might be in the minority, but what is Jermichael Green? 28, 29? I think so, yeah. 28. I'd rather have him than Maladon. Really? Yeah. I just don't see Maladon's future. I don't... A lot of guards he's going to be behind, man. A ton of guards he's going to be behind. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, we get Teo Maladon now. It's more like... 
oh, Jermichael Green is going to be taking minutes from Usman Jiang. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, that's a specific yeah, I, example. Sure, you know what sure, I mean, though? Like, sure. he's not going to be taking 10 to 15 minutes a night that could go to someone I would much rather watch, it, at least. I agree. I get that. I agree. Um, but in terms of production, he would have been more productive than, like, all but A lot of guys. Five <laughs> guys. He's a good like, player, yeah. Yeah, he is definitely. a good player. And uh, I believe he... It's either reported he's going to sign with the Warriors or he already did. I don't I know saw, which one. Yeah, I think it was official. Yeah. I, th- I think he was uh, signing with them. I think he'll be great there. I think that's a big pickup for their roster. Because they lost Otto Porter. Right. And really they, good piece. And uh, not the same position, but Gary Payton, too. Uh, just just bench depth in general. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll be another rotation. Where did Gary Payton can... go? Was it? Great question. Mm, I don't it remember. It Phoenix, was it? I don't remember. I gotta, That's fun. I got a Google do my Googling song. Gary Payton went, I thought it was either Phoenix or the Clippers, maybe? The Portland Trailblazers. Oh, Trailblazers. There you go. That's a good pickup for them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I actually like solid. that. Me too. Um, Dame's not a defensive stalwart, so it kind of balances that out. I mean, he won't start, but like, I mean, it's you sim- need to throw him into the, into the game. It's similar how they used him with like Jordan Poole yeah. when Curry was on the court with them. Yeah, no, definitely. He's, he's a good pickup for Portland. Um, so continuing on, continuing on the Thunder's roster cleanup, uh-huh. they, I believe, need to cut three more players to get to the maximum of 15. Yeah. Had to think about that one. <laughs> um, who do you like? Who do you like to stay? Who do you like to go? I feel like obviously oh, we can start with gosh. Shea. Shea's a goner. Yeah. I mean, Shea, Giddy, and Chat right now are your are the best bang for your buck to cut. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think of guys kind of like on the fence there. I'm Let not me just high, pull up the roster. I'm not high on Maladon. Okay. I liked him a lot going like as a rookie and as a prospect. I I just think he gets lost in in that guard depth. I I don't I don't see that. Um Lindy Waters. He's on a two way. Okay, so, two-way. He doesn't a ton count for this conversation. How much longer, though, do you keep him on a two-way that's taking away from another guy that you could throw on a two-way? That I agree with. But that's that's a different conversation. Um, who, do, who do you have on there on the roster? Give me Throw me some names. Names that, I mean, really are at risk are Ty Jerome. <laughs> I like Ty Jerome as a player. It's, it's similar to Maladon, though. It's not like he's... Better necessarily than Maladone. Oh, I think he's better. I, I think he's better, but it's not like he's. <laughs> he's way older too. It's not like he's so much better that it's like, oh, he's gonna get a lot of run. Yeah, that's fair. He, he'd fall into the same, I think, place and minutes and stuff. But I like, I like Jerome. He's four years older, by the way. That's I'd, even more than I thought. I'd keep Jerome over Maladone. Okay. Okay. I, I would as well. Okay. But, uh, and then you've got Veet, uh, Teo, uh, others. I guess you could throw Aaron Wiggins in there. It doesn't seem like he'll, he'll even be in that conversation. Okay. Uh, had a great summer league. Lindy, I guess, like you said, you could throw him off the two-way. Maybe, I don't know. Um, so really, oh, and then Derek Favors. You could buy out. Um, I'd buy him out. You would? Mm-hmm. Really? I think After so. you're just saying you would rather have... Uh, Jermichael Green? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think... <sighs> I think if that's the way you're going to go with Jermichael, you might as well do it Derek Favors and get more young guys run. Okay. Um, and I think if you keep both, then you put yourself in a position to where you could win some games and not maybe develop as many young guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, keeping Favors or keeping Jermichael, keeping one of the two isn't isn't bad, but I'm like, 
if you have the mindset of I don't want to stunt any growth, then I'd buy out favors. Yeah, I think I think one kind of minor aspect to that is like favors is great in a tr- like not as a singular trade piece, but as a piece to like make money work and stuff like that. Definitely. So if he's like not on the roster at all, that's a really tough. Like it's it's tough to get deals done. So if it's coming down to like, well, mm. like I mean, how much are these guys? I mean, we are talking about literally the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth guys on the roster, right? In on a team that has to play young guys a lot and that needs to develop a lot, it's almost worth just keeping a favors around for like trade add like adder trade yeah. filler over yeah. like keeping a guy you want to develop that might break the bench rotation yeah and and i think that's how i felt with jamichael jamichael a bit um but i think you're either all or nothing with those two but I, so let's say let's say oklahoma city keeps favors then i think i i let Maladon go I think Ty's Ty's got to be gone. there. I like Ty Jerome a lot, and I really think he can contribute to a team that wants to win basketball games. I mean, he's a forty percent three point shooter. Yeah, uh, he's pretty savvy offensively, even outside of that. Like he makes good plays. Uh, he can really contain and and keep it within the flow of the offense. Bad defender, really bad. Like yeah. we'll get played off the court defender. Um, but he's just a smart basketball player. I don't think he really fits with this squad. Twenty-five years old. No. Uh, yeah. Just like like we were talking about earlier with even with Maladon, there's just not a lot of leeway right now to break into that guard rotation. So I think he'll probably end up getting the cut. I'm iffy on Wiggins too. Like I just there's so many Aaron Wiggins out there. Six five, six six, guard slash forward doesn't do anything exceptionally. I don't mind keeping him, but man, I think he's closer to that group than he is to the Jangs and the Jalen Williams of the world. Yeah. I don't think that's, I mean, I think I've said similar stuff. Um, he impressed me a little bit more in summer league. Uh, yeah. He had a couple games that were pretty good. Yeah. And it was, it was all without really having the ball much too, which a lot, is a lot of cutting yeah. transition spot up, yeah. which is exactly what he's going to have to get good at. Cause like you said, I mean, he's much closer role-wise and, like, rotational-wise to those guys than he is, like, really getting on the court and having the ball in his hands. Oh, especially for the next few years. Oh, like, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. He's going to have to be really, really special defensively to stay. Um, Veet? I, I like Veet. Like, I, I do, too. I think he's savvy. Um Again, another guy who, who he can stay within the confines of the offense, and that's what all these guys we're talking about are going to have to do. But he can shoot it a little bit. He's lengthy. He's a smart defender. He's a smart playmaker sometimes. I mean, we've seen him pass the ball. Like, I get it. I totally get it if he goes. Um, his, it's going to be really hard for him to, like, ever crack a, like, championship rotation, which is obviously what the Thunder, like, want to find is that championship rotation. Um, but I'm going to – I can't say I'm going to be sad. Not going to be sad because he's fun. And I like Veet more than Wiggins. And so I think that's what I fall really? into. Yeah. Also, when we were just talking about Mitchich, mm-hmm. the whole time I was picturing Veet. And so I was like, dude, what the hell? Veet's gone? He's in Europe now? <laughs> when you were saying that, because I was like, he was like, he's got it. You know, we saw how good he was. Like, I think he'll get picked up by an NBA team. 
Oh, man. Wow. What a loser. Uh, what a loser. Y'all can go ahead and just tune out now because everything we say is not credible. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Mitchich, the 29-year-old mm-hmm. Euro leaguer, won like MVP last year, right. uh, Final Four MVP the last two years, uh, staying in the Euro League. Gotcha. Just for clarification. There we go. I'm sure the listeners knew, but you I needed thought. that. I just, <laughs> dude, I don't know what happened. The ICs, I guess the Gretzky gotcha. and the Michich. Uh, so just to clarify, who are the three? I think Ty's a Ty's a definite gone. Lindy doesn't count in this. Let's not count Lindy. I think he stays personally. So, uh, Maladone, Ty, Wiggins, Wiggins. Mm. I, I think mean, I think Wiggins will stay at least for another year. I'm saying what I would do, not what I think okay. I'll do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I would do, uh, Maladone, Ty. Man, that last one's really tough. Oh my god, I'd do Poku, but <laughs> um, yeah, I guess V Maladone. I don't know. I I like keeping Derek Favors for the reasons I explained. I'll just do Favors Maladone Tydrome. That'll be my three. That's both go. what I think will happen and probably what I would do. So. There you go. Um. What else? What's next up? Thunder expansion? Okay, so there's been talk recently. No reports. This is all just speculation. And I I think maybe Adam Silver has talked about this is a hope within the next couple years or whatever, Mm -hmm. is that the NBA will add expansion teams in Las Vegas and... Boo, Seattle. <laughs> um, I'm so salty with Seattle for like, the one reason is that they like were all in my mentions one time on Twitter. They were all just roasting the crap out of me. Anyway, uh, and when the NBA expands, uh, essentially what those teams do is take players from the other teams. So Seattle would get Shea Gil- No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, every single current NBA team would get to protect eight players. And then outside of the confines of those eight players, expansion teams would be allowed to take them. So, if you're the Thunder, Jake Kerr, you have eight players to protect. Who are you protecting? Okay. There's there's like four that are like givens. Go ahead and give me those. Shea? Yes. Chet? Yes. Giddy? Yes. I'm keeping Jang. Okay, that's four. I'm keeping J-Dub. Five. I'm keeping Trey Mann. Six. Two more. Get stuff. I'm keeping Ludort. Okay. This last one is really hard. I've thought about it a lot. I have no idea. Oh. And I'm keeping Jerry. Okay. Um, I think that's also what I would do. Um, <laughs> unfortunately for the podcast listeners. Um, I think that's also what I would do. But I think at that point, Kenrich is definitely gone. Mm. Like, I think that would be an easy pickup for any up-and-coming team. Kenrich would be gone. Basley, mm, probably not. Um... And then, of course, you've got some of the young guys that also... I don't know, like, Poku you're not keeping? No. 
I think that's a fine take. Um, honestly, I think he's worth keeping. It's just like, would another team really pick him up? Uh, probably not. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Dort's interesting. I think you got to keep Dort I, just from a like a contract. Like you just signed him to a big contract. I he agree. has trade value. Like, I agree. He's a he's a even if he's not a piece of the future, he's a giving him up nice for free piece. is not ideal. Wow, rookie mistake, Kerr. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. It, you just can't can't give that up for nothing. I wonder what like is there really no compensation for this like at all? Like does the team? Like, what happens there? What happens to the contract? I don't know anything about it. I don't think so, because whenever uh, the Seattle Kraken came to the NHL. Oh, my God. You had to plug hockey. <laughs> I just, they just pick up guys off teams. And, like, so what, what happens to their contract? It's just, like, wiped off the books? I don't know for a fact. And then do they basically just go to the waiver wire and, like, pick up? I don't, that's, that's such an odd thing. We'll have yeah. to know it more. Um, no, I think I think I agree with everything you said. Shay, Giddy, Chet, Jalen, J Dub, Williams, Jing, uh, Dort, and I think JRE is probably gonna grab that last spot. Oh yeah. Um that would be really tough. I think I genuinely think the Thunder would probably have a couple guys snagged. Mm-hmm. Especially if there were two teams coming in that had to completely fill the rosters. I think they would definitely agree. Basically might even go. I mean Basically, it was a, like, what? He's a 50-game-a-year starter. Like, he'd, he'd probably get gone. Uh, next up, very special guest, a one-man wrecking ball, writer by day, podcaster also by day, uh, one of the four horsemen of Thunder Twitter, my friend and colleague, Nick Crane. Nick, how are you doing, man? That is probably the best introduction I've ever gotten. Everyone really says special. that. <laughs> that should be my, like, my job. Every single guest I have on is like, dude, that was the best intro ever. Maybe you could have a little side hustle. Like you just write up <laughs> intros for people. I could go you know, like when you go, you go to games a, and like do the lineups. Yeah. You go to like a conference or like an event and they're always like reading these boring bios and you're like, no, no, let me freshen it up. A bit. <laughs> you need, I got you. I got you. You need to write people's resumes for them. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Might make some money. There you go. Might not need a podcast anymore. It's the last episode ever. Yeah. Derek's this never going to podcast again because he found another side hustle. You From now on out, it's T-ball games and resumes. I'll do the podcast <laughs> by myself. <laughs> it's just gonna be Jake sitting here just talking about his day. <laughs> Nick, you've had a you've had a busy couple weeks, man. You were boots on the ground in Vegas. How was that? It was good. Second year out there. Um, this year felt a little bit different with Chet. Like last year, Giddy was was obviously playing, but got hurt like twenty seconds in, and you're just like, man, this sucks. Now the Thunder have a bunch of like mediocre at best players out there and the hype's not there this year with Chet, like just having a player that you're covering. that's the talk of the town is, is pretty unique. And hype was there. Oklahoma city didn't play till day three, which was kind of weird because they were coming back from Salt Lake. Um, but got to see some of the top prospects and um, just a good time overall. It's one of the most unique basketball experiences where normally if you go to the, the Paycom center and Lou Dort's walking through like he's got PR staff around him he's got players around him like even if you're sitting front row you really can't just go walk up and talk to him at summer league like these dudes are just walking around the concourse like they're nobodies and it, it's just a it's a really weird experience like normally you're like guy you should be like you're too famous to be walking around the 100 section right now I saw like eight screen grabs of you and Kyrie Irving on Twitter oh my god I saw like 10 was... different people tweet that out 
you know, it's funny. I posted that on my Instagram and multiple people replied saying, oh my gosh, it's Des Bryant. Like, <laughs> Des Bryant? That's awesome. Like, no, that's not, that's, that's Kyrie Irving. We're at NBA Summer League. Des Bryant is not sitting here on the baseline. I don't but, even uh, see that at all. Like regardless of football, <laughs> basketball, like even as like a looks thing, I don't see it. I kind of like the, the kind of stubble beard, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> everything else is like a no. He was, yeah. he was wearing a bucket hat. So like, if there's anything he could have worn to maybe give you like an excuse for thinking it's Des, it's a bucket hat. Um, it was funny though. He, there was probably 10 different media outlets that came up trying to get like a quote or interview. And he, he said no to all of them. That dude is just, I don't he's, know why he's like, he's all about the drama until you give him the <laughs> chance to be about the drama and he declines you. I don't know why they would even try. Why even try with that guy? I mean, there's no way he's going to give you what you want. No, someone came up and asked for like an official statement on, on his situation. I'm like, you really think he's just going to give you some quote? Come on now. Ridiculous. And so the overall, from an outsider's perspective who went in there, the kind of overall vibe of Summer League, Summer League seemed really positive. It seemed like the team was meshing well. I mean, they're doing like, we're seeing TikTok dances and stuff now all over Twitter. <laughs> Um, was that the vibe that you got that like all the young guys are kind of meshing that they're friends? Like, is that what you saw when you were there? Yeah. it almost made me think about Lou and Shay as like old men, like the, the vibe from Salt Lake city to Vegas was this bromance between Josh Giddy and Chet Holmgren. Like you could just see like their best buddies and all these stories coming out that they were in contact before the draft and all this kind of stuff. And then you really start to see like Usman as part of the group and uh, J-Dub and J-Will and all these young guys are starting to hang out together. And Lou and Shay, who are like two or three years older than these guys, just seem like they're in a different like age bracket, you know? Like you don't see any of those guys doing these, these TikTok videos with Trey Mann, you know, singing his rap songs. Um, it, it, it just makes you realize that Shay and Lou are like established players in this league. And then there's this whole other group of like up and coming guys that just feel like they're in different categories. As good as Josh and Chet looked like they're not at that level yet. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of talk, I guess, about like what the team is going to do next year. Are they going to tank? Are they going to go for it? Like there's just been a ton of conjecture and speculation on that end. What are your expectations for Oklahoma city next season? Mm. Not to be good. Everybody's got to have a take. Everyone's got to have like their, their thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer in they're not going to be good. And that's, that's not even saying they're going to blatantly tank again. Mm -hmm. Like, like some of the injury last year, I think we could all agree was real. Like you can't fake some of the injuries that happened, but a lot of it was like really milking it. Like those guys should not have been out for that long. Um, this year, even if Oklahoma city plays all of their players, 82 games in a vacuum, like they should be better, but in the West, like Houston, San Antonio are the two teams that I could realistically see being worse. San Antonio's best player is Keldon Johnson. Like that's not good. You can talk about pop all you want. He can't get Keldon Johnson to be a superstar. Then you have Houston who has all these really good individual players on paper. I don't know how they fit. You've got Utah, who's like another dark horse that could be bad if something happens with Mitchell. Who knows? If he's there, I think they're better than the Thunder marginally. And there's several, several other teams. The Kings, they should be good, but good God, it's the Kings. <laughs> I, just, I just can't see a world where even if Oklahoma City plays to the best of their ability, 
everybody plays 82 games where they're still not a bottom three team in the West. So I expect them to be bad, long story short, again. No <laughs> playing happening. Promising. <laughs> uh, out of all the returners, who do you anticipate to make the biggest jump from last season to this season? Ooh, it's tough. Um, it's funny because Presty multiple times now, Derek, you've, you've, I think you've actually written about this. He keeps saying the, the growth or the, the improvement we make is from the guys already in the locker room, not from the rookies. I agree to, to an extent from a returning standpoint. I don't, I don't know if Lou can get that much better. I think he had a million shot attempts last year. He was not efficient. We put up a lot of points. Shea, kind of the same way. He had that, was it a 50, 40, 80 year, two years ago? <laughs> Ultra efficient, was a little bit down last year. Even if he gets back to that rank, like you wouldn't say he's just years ahead of where he was. So I, I think it's got to be Josh. Like if there's anybody that won off season could do a lot for it's Josh. His shooting did not look good in summer league at all. But if he were to shoot 33% from three this year and then do everything else that he did last year, the exact same, he's going to be really freaking good. Me and me and Jacob kind of talked about that. Does that hamper your idea of his ceiling, Josh, not being able to shoot and, and even some of it, the defense, his defense didn't look great at all. And I know it's summer league, but how much does that affect his ceiling or, or his progression or development or whatever you have? How much does that affect for you? I think it's everything. The shooting is everything to me. The defense it is what it is. Um, there's a lot of guys in this league that can do everything besides play defense, and they're still really good players. This is a – I'm about to be very, very exaggeratory, if that's a word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – if he gets a shot, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be Luka, but he's going to be that type of player. Like, if he can shoot the ball and score, he's already an incredible passer. He's already a really good rebounder. He's got the body. Um, if he is not a shooter, like, is he just a jumbo size Ricky Rubio? Like those are, those are very high and very low for, for what he could be or what he could fall to be. But that's what it feels like. If he becomes a shooter, the sky is the limit. If not, he's going to be very, very limited. All right, Nick, last one. Uh, we're going to hear it about a thousand times, you and me, especially over the next year. How legit is Victor Weminyama and how legit uh, is this 23 class? I know I'm going to make you talk about it. You have to. Uh, I think he's really legit. It's, it's, we're at the point in draft season where it's all positives about these guys. You talk about the Thompson twins and Victor and Scoot and Whitehead, like all these guys that are going to be potential top picks. And all you see is the good and the crazy highlights and the dunks, we're going to reach a point where there's, where there's a pivot and we start to like talk about the bad things. And like, here's, here's where he's limited. Here's where he got dunked on what he can't do. <laughs> That's when it's going to happen. People are going to say, Victor's too tall. Everybody of his height in history has had knee problems or had a short career. It's going to happen. People are going to talk about it. Um, the, the Thompson twins, they're going to say overtime elite. They played against nobody. Like everyone could put up 25 a game in overtime elite scoot Henderson. He's six, two people are going to say, Oh, he's short. He, he can't be elite at six foot two. There's going to be these, these knocks on every single player, but to answer your question, and I'm talking a lot for a, for a 
short yes or no answer. Victor is legit. I think this class is legit, but we should probably pump the brakes from the phase we're at now in the, in the draft cycle because no one's being scrutinized quite yet. There, there is a lot of things about all these. I mean, every prospect in history has downside and it just hasn't been discussed yet. And a lot, a lot of stuff's going to come out. Do, do you have a prospect that you're a little bit higher on right now than the consensus? Oof. Um, I like Keontae George. Yeah, he's killing he's it right be, now. I think he's going to be really good. Um, I don't know if I'm higher on him than the consensus because I think he's viewed very highly by everybody. Mm-hmm. But I also think the Thompson twins are really, really, really good. I don't know if you guys saw that um, game they played in the other day. They like float. Like <laughs> yeah, it's jump, crazy. They literally float. And they're six seven. They're like the perfect NBA wing from, from my... <laughs> I'm I'm no scout. I'm a I'm a I'm a YouTube guy. I go watch a million hours of film on YouTube, pretend like I know these guys. Um, one of them seems really good offensively. One of them seems really good defensively. And if you could like Dragon Ball Z fuse them, they'd be the perfect player ever. Um, but separate, I think there's there's going to be a little bit of concern on one side of the ball or the other. But I think they're going to be super cool. And we don't have enough twins in the league. It's super cool. I thought the Harrison twins from Kentucky were going to be dope. They sucked. Um, the Morris <laughs> twins, the Morris twins are super cool. They're getting kind of older now, but early, early on, it was super cool to see them. And so it would be awesome if Oklahoma City had one of the twins because then you can cover that twin, but then you also have kind of a side interest in the other twin. Like which twin's better? It would just be fun. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, Nick, thank you so much, dude. You are, you are a true professional uh, in all that you do. You can find Nick at Crane NBA on Twitter, uh, the uncontested podcast, inside the thunder.com with me, Forbes. Am I missing anything? I think that's it, man. I think you got it all. <laughs> you, you, could, you could write closers too. I was going to say, I'm, I'm an outro guy too. <laughs> Derek, hey, before he goes, do you want to hit him with our favorite segment? Let's do it. Uh, we have Ooh. a segment here called Hard Would You Rather. And it's a, it's a would you rather question, but it's always basketball themed. Okay, okay. Hence the name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can come up with witty names too. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Swiss army knife here. I can do anything. Uh, here was today's hard. Would you rather, would you rather shoot a free throw for a hundred thousand dollars, a three for a million dollars or shoot a half court shot for $50 million? Oh man. And I feel like you can ball a little bit. So I'm expecting this to be uh, a good answer. I think I might be balling against you here in a couple of days. That's true. Against me. I don't know who's on my team. Like I've been invited to this thing. I don't know anything about it. I've been, I've been told a lot of things that I've been told by some people. It's, it's true five on five with your team. I've heard by, from other people, it's show up and you're just going to be grouped on a team, but I'm I don't assuming know. the second one to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. Knowing, knowing who's running it are good friends. It, it, it'll be interesting. Um, so I think I would go the three point shot. Um, 100K for a free throw is like obviously the most likely it's a free throw. It's the closest to the basket. You can focus a couple of dribbles, do your whole routine, knock it down. 100K is a lot of money. I wouldn't call it life changing money. Like we'd all find <laughs> ways to blow that in a couple of years, you know? Um, a three pointer for a million, I think from a, a math standpoint, your percentage of making it is probably cut in half, but it's 10X the money. 
So I think that's probably the best bang for your buck. And a million dollars should change your life. You shouldn't be able to blow that much money. And then you go to the half court shot. Obviously, that's that's the grand prize, but no one's making that. You not even, like Rumble, not even Rumble would make that. You went logistically, and I was sitting there thinking, like, could I even get it there from half court? I don't even know if I could. Like, I don't get in the gym ever. I don't know if I could heave it up there. Jake's it, over it here thinking, take... he's thinking, man, I shoot like 40% from half court. He, he 40, he 40%. I love no, it. No, no, no. Jake, are you rumble whenever, whenever you're uh, not podcasting? That dude actually does shoot half court shots backwards at a decent clip. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Dude, we in high school, I went to OCS and uh-huh. uh, during our high school basketball games, like I was playing, obviously, but at, at uh, halftime, they would do like half court shots. Like you pay a dollar, it goes to charity and like you should half court shot. Like legend has it. I'd only seen it a couple times whenever we came out of the locker room there's this cheerleader who like no basketball skill whatsoever. I mean, she's cheering and I guess she'd walk out there and everyone would like know what was about to happen. And she shoot it like Rumblewood, like backwards and just launch it, bro. I guess she'd make it like every third or fourth game. Like it was just this (laughs) crazy thing that would happen. The place would go nuts. Like there, there'd be times we were in the locker room talking you know, getting chewed out or whatever. And you just hear like the arena going, ah, losing their minds. <laughs> yeah. That is so awesome. She, she might be rumble for all I know. Ooh, we, we could probably figure this out. We talked to enough people, get to the bottom of it. Who is rumble? We, I need rumble on my five man squad this weekend. We can, we can go full investigative reporters here. <laughs> rumble spotting up from half court. <laughs> that, that cheerleader sounds like one of the thunder halftime shows where it's just some random skill. They wear yeah. some cool, they wear a cool costume, dim the lights. Everyone goes and gets popcorn and like 10,000 people stay and, and lightly clap when they do something cool. Yeah. And they do it for 15 full minutes. <laughs> really? It's just so drawn out. And people watch for about two and a half and yeah. then they tune out. Yes. That's funny. Nick, I think that's all we got for you. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, we appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll have you on when we actually have some stuff to talk about next time, maybe. Uh, it's, it's been Love a couple it. weeks in summer league and we're, we're really drawing it out. We're, we're getting every last yeah. drop out of it. So, dude, I mean, I feel you we're, we're doing the same stuff. This is the time of year when you got to do like redrafts and who could this player become? And it's, it's, it's rough times. The dark days of summer, as we call it. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, until next time, my man, until next time. See you boys. Appreciate it. I got some high school something for you. Oh, hit me if you don't you mind. Know I, you know I love when I when you do it. Um, team Griffin, kind of the premier AAU basketball team out of Oklahoma. They have mm-hmm. some guys from Texas, but primarily out of Oklahoma. Right. Um, they made the their sixteen U's made the final eight in Peach Jam. If you don't know what Peach Jam is, it's where all the Nike EYBL teams go and play in a tournament, and they go through pool play. And then they get to a tournament with eight teams in it, and they play till there's a champion of Peach Jam, and uh, the best yeah. of the best, right? I mean, the, literally, like, like, like the dudes. It does not get better high school wise than this competition. No, not at all. Bronny James is. The, I mean, it's yes, it's pretty legit. Yeah, and well, so yeah, they they've got some ballers there um, from Oklahoma, so it's it's pretty cool. Shout out, Coach John Roby. John Roby, there you go. <laughs> Twitter follow, follower. <laughs> yeah. Slash follow. Uh, yeah. And Mark Barakoff, who is also the coach at Oklahoma City, he coaches that 16U team. So a lot of Oklahoma 
DNA in there, which is which it's cool to see, man. It, it's it's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, so I mean, a lot of the guys that we're probably going to talk about in a segment here or there. True. It's that it would be. You said it was what sixteen U and seventeen U and seventeen, but they split brackets, so 17, 17, 16, 16. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's transition to college, um, oh, which yeah. we we haven't talked about Ooh. a lot. I think there was like we we like practiced this pod for like a month before <laughs> we started, and in that I think we talked like March Madness and stuff. But I don't know if it ever made it into like those earlier episodes. Oh yeah, because that's when Gonzaga was playing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who'd they lose to? Uh, I don't remember. Arkansas. So long ago. Arkansas. Oh. And you picked Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. I remember talking about that. Um, so, speaking of okay. college, who are, and this is, I'm going to be honest, this is going to be a lot of you talking here. Let's do it. Uh, who are some teams to watch this season? Who are some players to watch this season? To watch out for? Um Obviously, there's going to be a lot of things happen throughout the season. Uh, there's going to be a lot of up and downs for a lot of teams. But who are some going into it that, that have a little bit of hype behind them that have some studs that, that people okay. might want to watch? We'll start with Arkansas, actually, who we yeah. just mentioned. That was like, the a, only team I know that's going to be good. Loaded freshman class coming in, like absolutely crazy loaded. Um, they'll be really good. I think they're preseason number one in a lot of Are polls. they really? I don't know CBS as they are. Whoa. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um so they're a team that's not as proven, but man, they've got some cats that can go. A lot of guys are going to be first rounders. I was thinking about this today. They honestly are kind of like a miniature version of what like Sam Presti would love for the Thunder to be. Like athletic <laughs> yeah. guys who can pass the basketball. Positionless. Like, yeah, go go ahead and go into the guys that they got. So Nick Smith is probably the highest rated one that they got. Right? Yeah, Nick Smith is ridiculous. Like. Um, I mean, six, I'm going off the top here, like six, 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 five combo guard, just can do anything with the ball in his hand. Super fluid, very shifty. Um, he'll be a pro guy. Probably a lottery pick. Yeah. Very quickly. Another lottery pick, potentially Jordan Walsh, Jordan Walsh. who I know you're Google high him. on. Huh? Google him. There's a video on, on YouTube of him cooking what? a dude and going, Google me. Oh, yes. Uh, what a legend. He's really good. I've gotten to see him live a couple times. and he. Uh, You've seen Nick Smith too, right? Yes, I've seen Nick Smith. I've seen a few of these guys um, yeah. through some AU tournament stuff, but Jordan Walsh is really impressive. Yeah. Um, he actually, when I saw him, didn't have the ball in his hands a ton. I believe he was playing with Keontae George at the time. Flamethrower. Yeah, but he was so incredible defensively. Guarded everywhere, blocking shot steals. He's unbelievable. Six seven six eight, athlete, two through four, I guess. Um, just plays all over the court. He'll be really good for that team. Super up and down type player. Those are kind of the two that highlight that class. They've got some other guys that can go. Um, they'll be really good. Like final four, good. You think so? Yes. <laughs> Despite the unprovenness of their their team. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm a little lower probably on Nick Smith than most. Um, I know he's a good scorer. Uh, he looks a tad slower mm-hmm. to me. Um, and all of this basically is from like, well, same as Nick. Like I'm a YouTube guy, not a not a scout. But <laughs> I've watched I've watched Nick and Jordan Walsh on YouTube. I've uh, seen their highlights. And Nick, he he looks a little slower to me. Uh, I like the passing aspect. I don't know how he's going to be defensively. I think he's going to be a really really good basketball player. Like I said, he's probably going to be a lottery pick. 
Uh, probably a little lower on him than most. Uh, and then Jordan Walsh, complete glue guy in every sense of the word. Like you said, he's going to be an absolute wall on defense. Uh, also can pass the rock really well. Yep. Uh, has nice touch scoring the basketball. Can't really shoot right now. Uh, we'll see. He'll get there, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think Arkansas is going to be really fun. And I know a lot of Thunder fans are glad that Jalen J. Will Williams uh, is on the Thunder, but he would have been really, really fun on this Arkansas yeah, squad. They would have been, I mean, I would have undoubtedly said Final Four. Yeah. It like, wouldn't have even been a question. They're good. Um, I'll go with maybe my favorite out the gate is Houston. Yeah. I like Houston a lot. They're bringing back a ton of backcourt depth. They're adding my guy. Huh. I think it's... Uh, Who's your guy? Is it... Are they getting George? Keontae George? Baylor. Oh, who, Houston adds a guy. They're adding a guy that I really like. I forget who it is. Um, oh, oh, it's... Uh, is it Jairus Walker? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love Jairus Walker. You do? Yeah. Uh, IMG, he's fantastic. Big fan. He's like a he's, he's kind of like a Zion mold. Yeah, yes, he's he, a specimen. Uh, huge, thickly built kid. Yep. Uh, again, like he's got some touch offensively. He's skilled. <laughs> yeah, really skilled. Um, I really like him, and I think I think Houston's gonna make a splash as well. Houston's like my team. Like if I had to pick one, they're really? my team. Let's go. Marcus Sazer in the backcourt with Jamal Shea. Yeah. She like just unbelievable. They're really good. Kelvin Sampson, killing it as a coach there. Andrew Kruder. Um, touch on a couple others real quick. Creighton, going to be nasty. Arthur Kaluma, one of the premier players in the nation. He kind of turned it on last year um, through their conference tournament, NCAA tournament run. They're going to be nasty. Like, really freaking good. They added Baylor Shireman from North Dakota State. Um, Oklahoma's own Trey Alexander mm-hmm. was big for them last year. Nimhart's coming off an injury. They'll be scary good. Um, Speaking on Oklahoma kids. Yeah. Uh, what do you see out of some of the the guys? Like you said, Trey Alexander, maybe Sean Padula. Mm-hmm. Who uh, who's gonna? No, not that. I guess. What do you see out of those guys this upcoming season? Yeah. So Trey's a guy that I got that we got to coach against mm-hmm. when he was at Heritage Hall. He's super impressive. Um, I mean, just imagine taking a guard with that skill set and just feel for the game and throwing him into three, four A high school basketball. He's pretty dominant. Yeah. Um, he surprised me with his ability to run point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he initiated their offense a bit at Heritage Hall, especially his latter two years. But there's nothing about him that screamed true point to me. And I still don't think he is, but when Nimhard went down and he ran point through the through their conference tournament into the into the um, national tournament, he was really good. He got a lot of buzz, too. He like, did. He was getting, like, national He buzz. did. And so that impresses me, and I think that helps his – professional future i was gonna ask do you think gosh do you think he first off do you think he has a professional future oh yeah yes i I don't know if it's the nba necessarily well okay okay of course he's gonna have a professional okay you're talking nba i meant nba yeah think i i think summer league type guy okay um that could stick would have to go prove himself i just think it's tough because what is he six three um I mean, Scotty Pippen Jr.'s guy that's six one that averaged twenty three a game for his career almost, and he ain't gonna get. I mean, yeah, yeah. like he doesn't have much of a chance in the league. So I think it's tough. Um, but I mean, from everything I hear and know about him, he works really hard. Um, so he can get there. Padula is another guy um, that gave really good minutes this year for Virginia Tech. His were more spot, mm-hmm. kind of earned a role. 
Um, he's a stud, man. I love Sean. He's a great kid, too. Were you expecting him to kind of get those minutes that he got early or no? Uh, I didn't know. Because, I mean, he's a, he's a shooter, right? Essentially, Definitely. he's a live-at-the-line kind of guy there, he, and he can. He is for them, but, man, he can get downhill. He, yeah. His game will expand. I didn't know a ton about Virginia Tech, and it's not a knock on Sean um, at all. I was surprised with how productive he was. Really. Like, yeah. really surprised. And so I, I just think he'll continue to grow. Um, yeah. Uh, Indiana is a team that I think will be good. Trace Jackson Davis is back. They have a couple guards back. And then my, like, sleeper team, Washington State. Okay. They have one of he, – he's going to be one of the best shooters in the in the country. Transferred from Tennessee, Powell. He's really good. Um, can stroke that thing. They have a lot of guards that are solid, good athletes that can shoot. And then Muhammad Gay is one of my like favorite players, man. I think he's going to be a stud. He's similar to Musa Diabate from uh, Michigan this last year, kind of super versatile three through five guy. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for this college basketball season. We have a lot of talent coming back. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. What do you see out of the Blue Bloods? You know, Duke got a couple couple high level recruits. Kentucky yeah. got one. Kansas lost some pretty premier talent. Uh, what do you see out of them? I mean, Kentucky's probably got the best player in the country coming back, Oscar Sheboy. Yeah. Um, Huge return. That's yeah. what the NIL does for guys like Dallas. Instead of going and sitting it yeah. on a two-way contract, mm-hmm. killing the G League, he's going to get to come back and, and help Kentucky hopefully contend again. So, so Kentucky will be really good. Duke will be really good. Um, Speaking on Kentucky, love Chris Livingston. Love Do that you? dude. Love his game. Yeah, and he can play. Um, Probably the, the person I'm highest on – Relative to their sure. like actual ranking, sure. Then Gonz- the consensus Gonzaga and they're a blue blood. I don't care what anyone says. They're going to be ridiculous again this year. Um, Julian Strother coming back. I like him a lot. Okay. Um, and I'm a big uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Gonzaga. Kansas will be good. Jalen Wilson's a stud. Um, they have a kid from Oklahoma, Cam Martin. He went to UConn for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of gone all over the place through his collegiate career. He'll be good for them. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, I think those teams are kind of, as they always are, going to be good. But uh, man, I, I think, guys, teams like Arkansas and Houston, kind of this new wave of um, bringing in really solid prospects. And I, I, I can see them making some noise this year. 100%. And then uh, the name of the podcast is Panhandle. So how are those Oklahoma teams going to look this year? Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. I know you didn't like the way I phrased it last time. No, you're just such a hater. You can't help but hate. The Big 12 is stacked. Yeah, Texas are. is unreal. Baylor's unreal. Kansas is going to be legit. TCU, I'm Texas excited. Tech. I'm excited to see Keontae yeah. uh, within the confines of yeah. Baylor, too, because he's kind of that <sighs> – shoot it 20 times a game yeah. kind of guy, kind of spark plug score. And that's not quite like Baylor has had guys like that, but it's not quite how they've operated. So I'm excited to see him in there anyway. Continue. So I, like I was saying, Texas, Baylor, tech, Kansas, TCU. So I think those five are the top five. Therefore, OU and OSU, I think are kind of in the bottom half of the league, which isn't a bad thing. That's, I mean, bottom half of the big 12 could still be a team that wins a couple tournament games. hundred percent. Um, I think I like West Virginia a little bit better than OU and OSU, but then I think you have probably OU in that seventh spot, OSU maybe in that eighth spot. So that's where I kind of see them now. 
Um, but all it takes is four or five games in a row that you win in the Big 12, and it's like you're hot at the right time. You can make some noise. Um, yeah, I yeah, I like I like Porter and Moser. Um, now this is this is a team that I I will avidly say I root for is the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, <laughs> unlike the Thunder, which I don't root for. Um, and I just I don't know I like what he's doing there. He's got a couple of transfers in. I saw one. Uh, is going to be eligible for this upcoming season. I think he was mm-hmm. a Nevada transfer. Uh, Average like 19 points a game mm-hmm. over there. Probably a big piece to at least an Oklahoma team that you Definitely. like. You said is I mean they're going to be probably bottom half of the the Big 12. But all it takes is a little run. So I don't know. I like Moser. I like what he's doing there. Um, you can never quite. And this was my point that I was making to you. You can never quite count OU out. I don't feel like they're all. Yeah, they'll be five, six, seven, eight in the Big 12. But Every three or four years, they'll make that run where they'll be three, two. Uh, I feel like they've had a tie with Kansas at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, can never quite count them out. And I also like what what Oklahoma State's been doing. I like Boynton a lot. I think this will kind of be a prove-it year for him. Totally um, Not in the sense of, like, his job on the line, but in the sense of, like, is he really as good a coach as we think he is? Which I think we do. I think he's a good coach. As he is recruiter. I yes. think it's kind of the big yes, thing because yes. he gets good guys. It's a matter yeah. of winning games. Um, got a big guy the other day. You talked about him. Brandon Garrison? Yes. Yeah. Brandon From Dell City. Yeah. So he'll be there a year from now. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I think might be a might be a little down year for Oklahoma. The state is in terms of basketball. Maybe but, not, but like yeah. we but like we were saying, all it takes is a few wins and get hot at the right time and you're in a good position. Yeah. Hundred percent. Who are some players, like specific players you're really excited to watch? I'm excited to see what Avery Anderson does this year for Oklahoma State. Um, we're talking about college, right? Still? Yeah. Yeah, Avery Anderson's a guy. I thought he'd have a big year last year. He was not great. because um, he kind of shined with Cade. So I, I think he'll have a good year. Um Tanner Groves at OU. Um, one of the Groves brothers. Like, I'll be curious to kind of see how he grows and what what his game how looks he like. Groves. What? How he grows. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, trying to think who else we got. I'm gonna see Derek Whitehead at Duke. Oh, oh, you're talking about in general? Yeah, yeah. Just the my the bad. I was trying to say <laughs> Oklahoma guys. Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, I was like, that's who you're really excited no, about. No, my Tanner bad. Groves. My bad. No, I mean he's an exciting dude. Um. Yeah, I think Dariq is obviously a big one. Uh, just the next guy in line at Duke. They've had a lot of those. Uh, I talked about Chris Livingston. Excited for him. Derek Lively will be interesting. Uh, I forget. Oh, yeah, he's also going to Duke. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a huge squad. I think they got Filipowski too, right? I like Kaysen Wallace a lot. He's not yeah. as flashy or as amazing offensively th- as those guys. Um, he's one of the best guard defenders I've ever seen at the high school level. It's really? unreal complete dog like just like dog do you think that's because no one plays defense at the high school level or he's actually good i think he's that good okay i really really do i respect it i just wonder i really think that in um i know an ex-osu player uh trained or coached him and i've gotten to talk to him a little about case and he's just like raves about him absolutely loves him and so i i think he'll be a guy who is unbelievably valuable to Kentucky next year. Okay. I love it. Uh, you've talked about Kalel Ware a bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. You excited about him, Oregon? 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I always like Oregon a lot. I love Dana yeah, I Altman. Um, I'm, I'm always picking them to go way too far in the tournament. Yeah, Kalel Ware, Ware will be great. He's so fun to watch. Um, I'll be curious to see draft stock-wise kind of how he where he expands his game, if he can stretch the floor a little bit more, or if he's just kind of a rim-running lob threat, which is fine, translates. Um, but I, I like to see kind of where he expands his game. Um, I think one guy I'm really excited to see is Dylan Mitchell at Texas. Yeah. He's another guy who, kind of similar to Walsh, uh, kind of a do-it-all forward, uh, gets it done a lot defensively, uh, pretty fluid offensively, just kind of a non-shooter still. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does with Texas. I'm excited to see his role in general. I think Texas is going to have another good squad this year. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's so many, like we talked about with Nick, there's so many of these players that their their stock could go anywhere from mm. 5 to 30, mm. and, and they could raise and lower that, similar to what Jabari Smith did last year. I mean, Definitely. he was, I think, the fourth player in the class. Probably not a lot of people had him going top three in the NBA draft, and a lot of these guys have the opportunity to do that, so it's going to be an exciting year. Tyrese Hunter at Iowa State. Transferred to Texas. Gotcha. Texas is loaded. They yeah. were loaded last year. I like that guy who played for Kansas State. Nigel Pack. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. oh, short King, baby. Yeah. He's a stud. Where'd he go? I forget. Miami? Nigel Pack. Yeah, Miami. Oh, They'll be my, good. Because I think they're going to be my dark horse. Yeah. They're my dark horse last year. I was in the Elite Eight. They're mine now. Um, anything else? I got a game for you. Collegiate. Oh, okay. Collegiate. Anything else collegiately? No. And then we can move on. No. Okay. What's your game? Hit this kind of goes back to Thunder stuff. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just joking. Um, Much so more knowledge. Shea's obviously the centerpiece of this Oklahoma City future. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to play a little game with you called Shay or I'm going to name a guy. You tell me who you'd take for the long haul. Okay. okay? This is going to get crazy. There's a, You can take whatever you want into consideration with this. Okay. Okay. Shay or Darius Garland? Blah. Yeah, to go my guy out the gate. Um, oh, that is so freaking hard, man. Give me Derek. Mm, give me Shay. Give me Shay. Okay. Shay, and not all of these. And this are gonna... is for the centerpiece. Or this. Is... Just this who is you so... rather have? Who like, I'd rather have? Yeah. For Oklahoma City. If you're starting a team, uh, who do you want to have? If I'm starting the team, okay, okay. okay. Um, okay. And... give me Shay in that one, undoubtedly. If okay. I'm starting the team. Shea or Jalen Brown? Shea. Okay. Shea or Donovan Mitchell? Shea. Shea or LaMelo Ball? LaMelo Ball. Shea or Ja Morant? Mm. Man, <laughs> that is so hard because I, I'm not like massive, massive, massive on the Ja Morant hype train. I think he's a really good player. I don't know what it is about him that about his game that that turns me off a little bit. Super flashy. Um, I'll go Joss. So I don't get freaking okay. roasted. Shea or Anthony Edwards? That's really tough too, dude. This is so hard. Um, <laughs> how old is Anthony Edwards? Twenty-one, maybe. I don't know. Give me Ant. God, he's a stud. Okay. Shea or Cade Cunningham? <laughs> Give me, uh, give me Cade. Okay. Yeah, if I'm starting a team, give me Cade. 
Shea or Devin Booker? Give me Shea. You're a hater. <laughs> and lastly. I'm never going to say. I don't care what I think about a skill level. I'm never saying I'm taking Devin Booker. God. I want a guy who can see a mascot and not wet his pants. <laughs> or a double team. Shea or Trey Young? Uh, Shea. That one's not, not quite close. For me. Wow. Yeah. You had to think about so many, but Trey, who might be the best player on that list, yeah. you really had to think about. Yeah, yeah. Or you didn't I, think about. I don't know. I think I think the Shea-Trey debacle is quite a bit closer than people think. So then, I think it's because of the, the product that, Shea, or that Trey has had around him. Anyway. The only three that you picked over Shea, or, or four, were LaMelo Ball, okay. John Morant, Anthony Edwards, and Cade Cunningham. I'm I'm fine with that to be honest. Who are pick one out of those four that you like the best? Probably Cade. Lamelo would be really close. I love Lamelo Ball, dude. I love his game. Um, I'm always a massive fan of people that can pass the the rock. So. Yeah, there you go. I think he's a cornerstone. I like it. Um, I'm gonna have to come up with something like that for you, Jason Tatum or Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, game over. <laughs> um, I feel like. You and I actually never answered the the question. The the would you rather we had for Nick. So okay. officially on record, a hundred K for a free throw. Yeah. One million dollars for a three. Yeah. And fifty million for that half court shot. What are you doing? I'd be walking away with a million dollars. Not if it was the other night you wouldn't, you brick. I'm just joking. I'm just messing <laughs> just mess with you. Yes. Don't leave. Don't leave. I'm just I'd joking. go. I'd go. I'd go. <laughs> I'd say the three-point shot, and then second would be the half court. Really, free throw last? Yes. You get in your head. You're you're probably what like a seventy-two percent. It's probably a little high. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm just messing with you. Uh, what do you shoot like? I don't. I don't really. From I don't the know. free throw line, you don't know. I didn't get to the line very much in high school. Interesting. Too many step backs. Look at what Steph Curry has done to basketball, ladies and gentlemen. What about you? What would you do? I think I'm. Shooting the half court shot. <laughs> I five, mean, five hundred million dollars. Genuine. It was just fifty. Fifty million dollars. Fifty million. I genuinely like. I don't have a good chance of making any, so might as well shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? Kaching. Are you left-handed? Not well. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I think. I think when it really comes down to it, I got about a five percent chance of making anything, even the go. free throw. So there you go. Yeah, I'm probably going that. Uh, you want to answer some Twitter questions and get out of here? Let's do it. All right. Starting with Tyler Adams. What's the one area our team, the Thunder, I'm assuming, uh, point of attack, defense, movement, shooting, rebounding, yada, yada, uh, and how would you address it as Sam Presti if you think we make a decent push to be better in the 23-24 season? I shooting. I think that's the easiest one to go to. Really hard not to say shooting. Yeah. And it's it's not just like that's not the easy cop out either. It's like, dude, their shooting is 29th in the league. Yeah. Defense is pretty solid. It's there. Athleticism you have no issue with. Yeah. I mean, your two best guard players are not great three-point shooters. I just think it's tough to win like that. I agree. You don't have a ton of role players that can do it either that you're actually probably going to end up playing. I mean, Muscala and Kenrich Williams shoot at a decent clip, but like are they going to play? Who knows? Uh, if you want to really narrow it down, movement shooting would be great. I mean, you would love to have more of that. Is Muscala gone? No. Resigned on a one-year deal. Huh. Baby. Uh, I assume to give his to offer his tutelage to gotcha. Chad Holmgren. Gotcha. 
Um, yeah, I think shooting is just, I mean, it's, it's the thing. They front, need it really Front bad. court depth, I guess. Um, I mean, Chet helps, but favors, meh. Jermichael Green, meh. You look at these other things, point of attack, I, I think you've kind of got that locked up. Rebounding, rebounding might be a big one. Um, but I think it's just not, it's just not going to be as much as shooting. Shooting in the long term is going to be so much more dictates important a lot more. Yeah. Look at look at what the Golden State Warriors did in the last finals. They had Kevon Looney out there being the sole rebounder on the entire team, yeah. grabbing twenty two boards a night. The rest of the guys were hitting tray balls. Maybe uh, next up, Jops. Do Lindy Waters does Lindy Waters deserve a regular contract in your opinion? Uh, he said, "I think he is a Cam Johnson type of guy who can help OKC competing for the playoffs." Um, do you think you'd, a real contract? Lindy no. Waters? No, no. Mm, hater. Uh, it's tough. Lindy was impressive at times last year. Um, I mean, he could genuinely probably be a forty percent shooter, just like we were talking about. Um, but I think in that same vein, kind of earlier, like you said with Aaron Wiggins, there's a lot of Lindy Waters out there, and I like Lindy. I'm a I'm a big big fan. I really mm. am. I uh, would love to get him on the pond. Um. But no, <laughs> I think no is my easy answer. Unfortunately for Jobs. Good. Yes. Okay. Uh, T Bud, Chet line for the year, Giddy line for the year. Oh, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, we were. I forgot what we said though. I got it. You found it? Yep, I found both of ours. Let's go. Okay, I don't remember mine, so hit me. <laughs> Just go ahead. And yours hit me. for Chet. Okay. 11, 8, 2, and 2. Two assists? Two assists two and blocks. two blocks. Did I not have decimal points? You did. Do you mean to say those? Yeah, go ahead. 11.3, okay. 8.1, okay. 1.8, and 2.2. Perfect. Mine for Chet were, if I could find this, 13.3. 8.1. Okay. 2.6 and 2.8. I think that is a rookie of the year campaign. Just want to throw that out there. I think if he does that, he'll win rookie of the year. Okay. Giddy for you. 13.6. I remember points. saying to you, I don't think he'll have as good an offensive season as people think. No. Anyway. 13.6 points. 7.5 assists. Ooh. 6.9 rebounds. I think I went down on rebounds as well. Don't remember what his actual stats are. Anyway, okay. continue. Mine for Giddy was... It was a little high. I remember. 15.2 points. That's not as bad as I thought. 8.5 assists. Woo! 6.8 rebounds. Okay. Do you still agree with yours? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah He's I a good I... rebounder, by the way. Like... <laughs> He is. He is. But they're also going to have... I mean, they drafted guys who are probably going to be going and grabbing rebounds, too. Yeah, so. um, Yeah, I think I still agree with all those lines. I think Chet... I know we saw those flashes in Summer League. I think this year he'll still probably be a play finisher, spot-up shooter. Yeah, uh, we're probably not going to see a lot of those flashes early. So I think 11 points per game is pretty normal. Uh, not the greatest rebounder. Eight, I feel like, is fair. And then I think... Two assists, ah, that, that might be kind of crazy. I don't know. I don't know how much he'll have the ball in his hands. Yeah, I don't know uh, 2.2 blocks. That. Oh, I said 2.8. That, oh that would be a lot. 
Um, but I think it's doable. I mean, I think that would be a little more than Evan Mobley did in his rookie season. Uh, and he's a better shot blocker than Evan Mobley. So we'll see. I agree with that. And then the Giddy stuff. Oh, my gosh. 2.8 would easily clear him of Jaron Jackson Jr. from last year. I was going to say, I think that would be the most in the league. So <laughs> if you, depending on how much he played. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, I, we said it on here. I think he could lead the league in blocks. Like, yeah. it's not that crazy of a thing. I think it's definitely above two. 2.0 or higher. I agree. Um, yeah, like two a game just seems like that seems easy, which is a crazy thing to say. Yeah. Uh, especially when he was out there getting six in summer league. Yeah. Um, yeah, Giddy, I feel like I was not impressed with his summer league offensive showing. Um, mainly just shooting and then and then kind of the vertical speed. Uh, so I don't I don't think we see a ton. Maybe he gets more output in general. Maybe he shoots the ball more. I don't know, but I don't see any huge offensive uh, jumps from him. And then I think he overall gets better as a basketball player, so I upped his other stats. But, yeah, yeah. that was my reason. I mean, my, my thing on Giddy is I think he gets to the line. He could get to the line close to eight times a game. That's a good point. He'll and if he's shooting 75%, more. if he's making six out of eight, like, I could see that. Next up, Meta Slim. Do you think the organization will focus on bettering certain aspects of Chet's game this season, or will they let him run free? I think they let him run free to then see what they need to hmm. improve. I mean, obviously the goal is to always better certain aspects of his game. Um, I think a little bit of why they let him run free in Summer League was to find out what those are. Yeah. Um. I think he will. I mean, just just based on the type of player he is, he's going to have very specific ways to get better at basketball. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to have very telltale signs of, oh, this needs to improve. This needs to improve. Right. This isn't good enough. So I, I think it's a little bit of give and take. Of course, there's going to be times where you let him run free, but there's also going to be times where it's, hey, you need to kind of hone in and focus on this. So. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, next up, Derek. Great name. Uh, Rusinek. Hope I'm saying that right. Where do you think the ceiling slash floor for this Thunder team is this season? We've discussed this a little. A little here and there. Uh, floor, I would say, would being a bottom three team. Totally. I mean, I guess that's not a that's not a crazy call. I mean, um, some people think that's where the Thunder are at, regardless. The lines right now have them second worst. Over under in the league. It was like 25 and a half. Five and a half, yeah. That is freaking insane to me. Um, I say ceiling, and I think we both kind of agree on this, playing team. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think ceiling could be like maybe six, five seed. I don't know. Ah, this West is a little crazy. No way. I don't know, man. I really think. I mean, no way. Better than. Dallas, Golden State, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nuggets. All of these the teams Suns, are, all of these teams are like an injury away from being bad. Like most are. Like the Warriors. The, the Warriors had a couple injuries and were like a bottom two team. And the yeah. Lakers had a couple injuries and were but out of the playoffs. But there's six or seven teams that are better than the Thunder. I agree. But a lot would have to happen for them to get a five seed. Yeah. It's really just the West this year. Like if it was the West last year where, like, the Clippers were basically out of it and, like, the Nuggets were basically out of it, I guess I could see it. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess play-in would be it. I still think – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fine. I'll go play-in. It's a lame answer, but you talked me out of it. Um, 
Next up, Matt Sanders, friend of the pod, Matt Sanders, uh, need an answer from both. One-on-one, -on -one, game to 11, and you're given an 8-0 lead. Ones and twos, which Thunder player are you choosing and why? I know your answer for this already. Needs to be a true rotation player? Yes, needs to be a guy who actually plays for the Thunder. Not like a Jalen Horde or someone like that. Like give a, give a Thunder player. The Thunder roster. First off, I'm not scoring a single point. I'm just going to throw that out there. I couldn't even score a single point in a pickup with guys who aren't even that good at basketball the other night. Uh, um, so my answer will be uh, Chet Holmgren. Just so I could, I could say he, <laughs> yes, I could go between his legs. No, just so I could say he packed my crap. Like, what are we going to? To eleven? And you're up eight zero. Yeah, dude, I couldn't score three. I know you, you. I mean, you could maybe shoot over someone. That's what I thought you were gonna go with. Pick the shortest player and hope you can get a three over him. <sighs> Who's the shortest player on the Thunder team now? Um, oh my gosh, like Tyjer. <laughs> Tyjer is he six three? Right. Yeah, but I mean, how big's Teo? Six four. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go Chet because then I could just say I got blocked by Chet Holmgren eleven times. Tydrum six five. So oh, is he really? Teo would be the shortest. Do Poku? You could back Poku down probably. No. He tries some funky stuff, like try to block you between his legs or something. That's a good question. Give me, give me Derek Favors. Oh, why? Just because he's like kind of the, probably the slowest. Ooh. They don't give me much of an advantage, but I don't know. Mm. Random. That's a tough pick. Uh, and then the second one from Matt Sanders, which I so appreciate. Uh, favorite Big Brother contestant, which I asked for last week up to this point, and who is your predicted winner? Mm. Um, okay, my favorite, and I haven't really, I haven't kept up like a ton. I'll, I'll give the same answer for both. My favorite is probably Michael, because I feel like he's undervalued. Jake has no idea what I'm talking about. He's tuned out. He's on his phone. Uh, Michael, I feel like, is undervalued as both a strategist and a competitor, and I think he will win because of it. Uh, and I drafted him to my fantasy big brother team. I kind of like Matthew. There's no Matthew. Turner? <laughs> Did you read it wrong? Matthew, Matthew Turner? Oh, maybe it's real. Bottom, bottom right. Oh, he goes by Turner. Okay. Okay. So you like Turner? Oh, wait, just all right, dude. I'm, do you want to hear kidding. something hilarious about Turner? They say that he has a pile of laundry that smells so bad because he never okay. washes his clothes. Don't tell me anything about these people. I'm just gonna choose one. Matthew what I'm assuming Turner. to be man and one what I'm assuming to be woman. Okay. Man. And this is your pick to win. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, Turner for the dude. <laughs> okay. And for the woman, give me hope. My gosh, these people look interesting. Jasmine. Jasmine? Okay. <laughs> All right, there you have I it. I guess. Oh. Uh, Jake has picked Turner and Jasmine to win. I feel like I feel like I've watched a season or two, like the end of it, with you by chance. Mm -hmm. And it's always like the best looking people, I feel like, are in the end. Like Jasmine? The prettiest. Show me Jasmine. Anyway, okay. Okay, I love those picks. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you updated. Give on me how Turner. Turner, I heard smells like crap. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Good. They they are literally thinking about kicking him out because they're like, dude, he smells so bad. Good. Anyway, go Turner. Uh, last question. <laughs> <laughs> BK, 
who plays the five when the Thunder play guys like Embiid? Which is a great question because I think Chet probably guards him. I disagree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I know you are. Probably if Favors is on the team, probably Favors. Definitely. Uh, if Favors is not on the team, probably like JRE or it. it like it genuinely doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's the yeah. whole point of the entire argument is that whoever is guarding him, he's going to get his. I think the answer is Derek Favors. Yes. Yes. If he doesn't get cut here in like a week or so, yes. If not, I'll tell you, anybody, man, this anybody. is going to sound nuts. Jalen Williams, Arkansas. You think? Is such a good post defender. I mean, he, he was probably one of, if not the best post defenders in, excuse me, all of college basketball this last season. Yeah. I could just see him being a guy that gets thrown out there in games like that. I agree. I think he could totally get minutes on, on big time matchups. And he'll lock up Joel Embiid. <laughs> um, who else is even a candidate? Favors? I mean, do you even think about Baisley? No. Okay. <laughs> I hardly, I hardly like, JRE is like borderline for me just because he's not super, like, I agree. Big. I agree. But, but like, but, but he's a guy who can do it. He did it some in college. I really think it's Favors. I thought Jamichael Green, and I think Jalen Williams. Okay. Muscala. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would go poorly. All of it would go poorly. <laughs> It'd be like Baisley. Yeah, I agree. Um, anything else you got to get off your chest, Jake Kerr, before we get off tap my chest? Out. Yeah, go ahead. And I had my first something. energy drink today. Ever? I think I've, I've had two today, which is not a normal thing for me. I so I think I had a sugar-free Red Bull my senior prom. Okay, spiked with. <laughs> what do they have down at those Christian schools? Do you put like holy, wa- in holy it? water, high C or something? Yeah, I had that. I, I don't even think I drank any of it. Like I had a sip. I didn't like it. Okay. I had one today that was started with an A. The brand it looked all kind of girly, but it was like Hawaiian shaved ice a flavor. New. Yeah. Dog. That's the that's literally like our second episode when I was like the Addison yeah. Energy Drink. Yeah. It was it was really good. Really, you liked it. Yeah, I, I cool. think those are okay. It was cool. The other option at my job is Celsius. I hate Celsius. And they, then they have like Red Bull and stuff, I think. But I had one today at about 3.30 and it did nothing. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I have one every single morning. I have an energy drink. I have a blueberry Red Bull every single morning. Okay. Well, I think that just about wraps us up. Let's wrap her up. <laughs> uh <laughs> Sick. Follow us at Handles Pod, H A N D L E S P O D. Derek got me my shirt. He finally brought it. It's only been it's like two months. We're finally about to here. We're about to go get it from my Audi outside. The unveiling. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so go to panhandlesmerch.com, order a size up. Let me know if you need any specific colors. I'm very artistic. And we're out. <laughs>